Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast. My name is Daniel, and I am here to help you monetize your passion, build an online business by teaching what you know. All right, welcome to episode 56 of the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I quite recently came across this term somehow online, right? We hear all this terminology, entrepreneur, solopreneur, and, you know, there are so many uh, out there, creative entrepreneurs, uh, lifestyle entrepreneurs. I mean, there are so many uh, terms for what we do or for what you want to do, right? You just want to be able to create a life around you, around what you want to do, right? You want to create value for others. You want to share what you have accomplished. But this term is something that I have never heard before. And for some reason, I was just going uh, around online searching for stuff, you know, like you do, (laughs) right? We have so much information for us available now at at our fingertips that from the moment that we have a thought, we just type in into Google something and then we just come across something else or maybe we're on YouTube, right? And we just, we're looking at videos and then we get suggested certain uh, videos from from other uh, people. Obviously, in my space of what I do, I get a lot of, um, based on the algorithm, I guess, I get a lot of content around entrepreneurship and working for yourself. Uh, anything from, you know, e-commerce to selling, uh, you know, whatever online to, of course, online course, which is the main topic of this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast and this is your first episode, my name is Daniel, and this podcast is all about monetizing your passion and building an online business by teaching what you know, by sharing what you know. So here on this podcast, what I talk about is about primarily about coaching, primarily about online courses, creating private communities, monetizing your passion, whatever that is, whether you are a photographer, a musician, uh, it doesn't really matter what background you come from. This podcast is focused primarily on creating a digital product in the form of an online course, and you can build a knowledge business around that. This is something that has been going on for many years now, and it's not a secret anymore that people are taking online courses. Self-education is the new norm. And after 2020 and the pandemic, we have seen an increase of online courses sales. I'm talking from experience as well. 2020 was my best year as an online entrepreneur selling online courses. And it was quite clear to me that people are jumping in more into this space of wanting to learn. People want to create a better life for themselves, right? And in order to do something different, you need to become someone else. I talk a lot about this on social media. And what I mean, uh, you want to become someone else is that you need to start thinking in a different way. You need to educate yourself. And that's where you come in. You want to become somebody else. You want to create a better life for yourself, for your family. You want to you know, maybe you want to quit your nine to five. This is a very uh, popular uh, topic in entrepreneurship and working online. A lot of people are very unsatisfied with a nine to five, with uh, commuting, working for someone that 
you know, they're, they're not really happy about this. They don't get along with coworkers. In general, it's just not one thing. There's a lot of aspects when it comes down to, to people wanting to make a change. And, and if you've been there in that situation of not being happy with your work environment, with what you do for a living, and you're jumping from job to job, or maybe you have done this a couple of times, you realize that you're just jumping from one frying pan to the other. I've been there. And I have been very fortunate throughout my life when it came down to to work for a paycheck. Uh, you know, I, I've been uh, in the music industry in one way, uh, shape, or form. That's my background. If you're new to the podcast, uh, I come from a background of music as a musician and uh, being in bands, being uh, working in recording studios. And I've been very fortunate. You know, I traveled the world as well. And, and, you know, and, and I have worked from anywhere, uh, from recording studios, like I mentioned, being in bands, being a guitar teacher on the side, uh, working retail, uh, selling uh, instruments and, and equipment for, to other musicians. And, and you know, and one thing I learned is that I have always been uh, somehow unsatisfied with where I was going in my life. And I, and I just couldn't put my finger on it, okay? And, but before we get into the content of this episode, if you're new, to online business and to monetizing your passion by sharing what you know, by teaching what you know, go to danielcarrizales.com slash newsletter and you can subscribe to my weekly newsletter where I am going to be sharing with you and I share with my subscribers the tips and, and shortcuts really that you need to take in order to build your own knowledge business. If you're a photographer, a musician, or really you don't even need to be a creative for that matter, you could be anything, really. And if you want to get that knowledge in the form of an online course, you want to build an audience, you want to build an authority around what you already know, then go to danielcarrizales.com slash newsletter and you can subscribe to my weekly email. I send one email every single week where I'm sharing uh, insiders, I guess, not, not secret, but I just try to to break it down as simple as possible to get rid of the overwhelm because I can tell from experience that it's very overwhelming when you want to start working online. Again, go to danicarisales.com slash newsletter. You will find the link for that in the show notes. Now, let's get right into the content of this episode. So, uh, before I worked for myself, I started working for myself, I was always working for somebody else. Right, and I always felt very fortunate again because I was working in the music industry. Even when I was working in retail in London, um, you know, I felt very fortunate. It was in a great atmosphere, great place to work, uh, surrounded by you know rock stars and movie stars. You know, it was, it still is the mecca of the guitar shops. Uh, in in Denmark Street, that's where I used to work. And if you're a musician, you probably know about this, if, especially if you're a guitar player. So I was working in Denmark Street, which is in central London. It's the main guitar shop, or it's like one of the main uh, streets when it comes down to, to buying instruments. And uh, back in the day, it used to be a famous... Uh, offices for publishing, uh, for musicians, there was a recording studio. So many of the, the bands in the day, back in the day, famous people, that's where they will record, right? Uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Black Sabbath, um, Elton John. So it's, it's a very historic, uh, historical uh, street, right? And uh, when I arrived in England, uh, this is a long story, but I'm going to make it as short as possible. When I arrived in England, I, I found a job there in, in a guitar shop. 
And it was an entry life uh, for me uh, in, in England because I didn't know anybody. I didn't know, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to be myself as much as possible. And being a musician and coming from a different country, um, even though I was born in the UK, by the way, okay, I was born in London, but I grew up in Venezuela. So this is a long story, but in my early 20s, in my mid-20s, actually, I, I went back to the place of my birth, which is London. So I arrive, arrive in London, you know, but uh, I, all my family is from Venezuela. So I arrive in London because I always wanted to go back to the place of my birth. And I say, what skills do I have, right? So I play the guitar. I, I am a musician. I study sound engineering. You know, I had a kind of like an idea of what I wanted to do, but I wasn't really sure what direction to take. And little did I know that back then, I even had a lot of experience under my belt enough to just move in the direction that uh, I am today, okay? Uh, even though back then there was no Facebook, there was no YouTube. You know, we're talking about the early 2000. Actually, we're talking about 1999 and 2000. Uh, I'm dating myself by just saying this. But when I arrived in England, you know, it was... It was such a different world to me, to everything that I knew. So when I get got there and I found a job in the guitar shop, I felt like very fortunate because I was, you know, working in an environment that it was full of history, and for me it was a great, great uh, experience. I was working for a family-run uh, shop, it, it, meaning that it's not some type of a franchise uh, shop or anything like that. It was family-owned and still family-owned, and you know, I met other people, and obviously I was working on a paycheck, on a salary, which was enough for me to just get by. But it, it has to be my very first encounter, at least in my adult life, um, in, in a way of a business. Like this is the first time I see a family-run business and, uh, you know, like buying instruments for trade, and at a trade price plus plus VAT and whatnot, and then sell it at the shop, and then see the whole process, right? And they, we had uh, targets as well to meet, obviously daily and weekly targets in terms of income and revenue. And and it was an amazing experience for me. Back then, I didn't know much about this. I had no idea. I didn't want to work for myself. I didn't want to create my own business. I didn't want to build a guitar shop or anything like that. But it, I just registered certain things that uh, later on in the future, I was going to look back and, and learn quite a lot, okay? Meaning that when you run a business, you have to have a certain drive and a vision, whatever that is. In that case, what I learned from my uh, old uh, bosses, if you will, because it was a father and son relationship, um, that they, was like, that they were the owners of the business, of this guitar shop, I learned quite a lot, Okay, from from this experience, and I wanted to to really uh, not only get paid, but as well <laughs> buy uh, cheap guitars. Right, when we work in a guitar shop, I had access to all this gear. But at the same time, I didn't know that I was being uh, taught many lessons on on how to run a business. And I I, I didn't became uh, someone of a high position in in the company, but I was a person of trust. I was a person of I wanted responsibility, but I didn't want it to be a manager, okay? Because I, I was afraid of too much responsibility, but I did have the, the keys to the shop. I did do kind of like 
I was like an assistant to the manager position in a way. So I had to like take care of all the, the cash at the end of the day. I will arrange certain things. I will open the shop and close the shop, you know, put the alarm and all of this. I mean, it's kind of like a big responsibility, especially for a foreigner uh, that just arrived in the country. But I, I managed to gain this type of trust, which, you know, it taught me a few things. I have people's skills. People trust me. And, and I'm somebody to, you know, that they can rely on. You know, my previous job before that, when I was working in Venezuela, I was working in a recording studio. It was the same thing. I was working in a recording studio, and I, and I found a job in a recording studio before I graduated from sound engineering. And the only reason why they gave me the job in the recording studio was because uh, that people's uh, kind of like skill that I had, which I wasn't aware of it back then. And that helped a lot. So they're not hiring me because of my qualifications. They're actually hiring me because... Something. It could be my vibes. I don't know. It could be because I come across as an honest person. So if I look back into my life when I was working for someone else for a paycheck, I noticed that qualifications are important, but they're not the determining factor. So let me wrap up this very quickly so I can just put you uh, where, where I want you to, to... Let me just get to the point, really, with this uh, idea of what a one-person business is. Because I think it's quite fascinating, right? So from, from me working in, in places like this, and by the way, I've done other jobs as well, all right? I've done other jobs. In my travels, when I left Venezuela, I worked in, uh, in America, right? I worked in, in fast food places like McDonald's, for example, okay? I worked there for quite a, while, a long time. So I've been in that uh, space of... of, of Fast foods, uh, meaning that I've been in work environments that have nothing to do with who I am as a person and my values and my core beliefs and everything, and yet I have done them, okay? But the same thing happened. They, I had a certain type of relationship with the managers, even in a place like that, like McDonald's, okay? I was working in the drive-thru, by the way, and my skills of uh, speaking Spanish and English came in very handy in that job. I was helping the manager and the, the bosses pretty much just talk to the people that were working in the kitchen that didn't speak any English. And again, they gave me quite a lot of freedom, I have to say. Even though I'm working in McDonald's, if you can picture that, in the drive through I had a lot of uh, room to, to move within the schedule with what I wanted to do. And, and I realized that again, like there is something that I have that I'm not using to my full advantage. And, you know, uh, it, it's just little things that you pick up as you grow up and you, you move from one work environment to another. Uh, when I arrived in England before the guitar shop job, I worked in Starbucks, right? And <laughs> can you believe me making coffees? Yeah, well, you know, I did that too. And I did that because I needed money immediately. Again, I managed to, you know, be one of them, right? Like just wear the uniform. I just sold myself very well. I said, listen, I have experience in fast food. I've worked in McDonald's. I have very good reference. Uh, I speak different languages. So, you know, here I am, you know. Uh, and I did that for a while. Actually, in Starbucks, uh, that's where I met my wife, my wife, Demi. My wife, Demi, works with me in my online business. We've been married for more than 20 years now. And we have two wonderful kids. So it's a long story. But uh, in Starbucks, I realized that the same thing was happening. I was working for a paycheck. I had certain skills like communications. And, and people seemed to resonate with me at a, at a different level. 
I had this aura of kind of like a rebel, obviously, because I'm a, <laughs> I'm a musician, a guitar player, coming from a rock background. So I always like to rebel against the status quo. So um, I, I learned a lot about, from, about myself in, in, in those uh, times of, of working for somebody else and working for, for a paycheck. Fast forward to, to 2020, uh, 2010, Right when I, I moved from the UK to Greece at the in the midst of the Greek crisis, um, you know I found myself unemployed. Right, I, I found myself with a child for the first time, and a stay-at-home dad, and this is where everything really started to collapse around me in terms of like I can't rely on somebody else for money, I can't get a job. Uh, you know my wife, you know was the main breadwinner. And I stayed home. I became the stay-at-home dad. And that's where I really came face-to-face with this reality that it's going to be very tough for me to get a job in, in the situation that I was back then. It's going to be tough to get in, into a routine uh, because of, of where I was living at the time here in Greece. I, I live in Greece, if you're new to the podcast. And... Uh, you know, it, it was a tough time, but it was a midlife crisis that really gave me a little bit of direction in terms of what I really wanted to do with my life. And then this is the very first time I really consider like taking action when it came down to working for myself. And, and I started obviously with my skill, which is a music. And I, and I treated that as a job. And I was composing music for licensing, meaning that it's music for for film, for TV, for commercials. And that, that was my entry point into the online world. But I did have to do a lot of uh, changes in terms of habits, in terms of my mindset. Uh, little did I know that at that time, I was creating this one business person. Uh, even though I didn't know about this uh, term, about this concept, uh, that's exactly what was happening. So I decided to to take it seriously. As a stay-at-home dad, I decided to start working on music, and I decided to really treat music as something more than just music or just a hobby because now I'm on my own. I, I, can't, I, I don't see an option here but just to work for myself, and I did it out of necessity, and I said I can do this in my spare time while you know, my daughter is probably sleeping, and then when she actually managed to go to pre-kindergarten or whatever, Right, daycare at some point. Well, not daycare, it's, it's kindergarten. As soon as she turned three or three and a half, I can't remember exactly the age, but around that time, you know, she started to go to kindergarten. Then I found myself in the house, right? Stay at home dad, but unemployed. And, and the kid is at, uh, at school, at kindergarten. Uh, you know, my wife is at work, and I have from Monday to Friday, from eight o'clock in the morning all the way to 3 30 in the afternoon, free time. That was, that was crushing. It was soul crushing because at the time I was quite lost. I didn't know what to do with my time and I knew that I had to do something. But it was a great opportunity for me to start looking for things to do online. And I found music to be one of them. Little did I know that I was just putting one foot in front of the other to create something bigger than just selling music online. But the, the habits that I developed at the time were crucial for my mindset and for my personal development, which I really got into. I started to read about how to you know, make a business, how to earn money online, how to earn money full stop. I I started reading books like Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I started reading books like The Science of Getting Rich by uh, Walter uh, D. Wallace. I hope I pronounced that name correct. It's one of my favorite books of all times. But I was feeling very disappointed because when I will read these books about how to be... (laughs) 
you know, even though they they have the word rich in it, it, I know that these are like the books for 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 building businesses. Okay, that's how I came across these books. I was like, okay, these are the classics. We're talking about books that are like a hundred years old or something, uh, or, or approaching a hundred years old at this point as I am recording this in 2022. Uh, and then I, I came across other mentors in the entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurship uh, world, like Brian Tracy. So I, I ordered a, cu- a couple of books, and I got really frustrated because uh, one of uh, Brian uh, Tracy's book, he's one of my mentors, it's called uh, Maximum Achievement. I'm like, great, for success and you know build a business and all of this. But none of them are telling me exactly what to do. But what they were talking about was about personal development, getting your habits, and certain laws of the universe, which I was completely ignorant about. So I read all about this, and I said, like, well, but I want to work for myself. I want to work online. You know, I see other people doing it. I'm sure I can do it. This is around that time that I came across Gary Vee, even though I didn't know who Gary Vee was. And, but I, I, it came into the, my, my radar, you know, and I came across other people that were doing stuff online, and I felt attracted to that in, in a way. And I said, like, okay, how can I do that? So I started with music. And then eventually, uh, quite quickly, I started to uh, document my journey on YouTube. And that's when everything changed because now I become part of what other people are doing in the YouTube space. And that's how it all started for me. Then a a small education uh, began by creating content. I was a content creator without even knowing that I was a content creator. Okay, The same thing happened just quite recently now when I came to this term, one business person what is that i'm like oh i guess that's what i am i am a one person business right i came across uh this term on a youtube video the one person business model or something like that and and i googled that and and i googled like exactly that like what is what is a one person business and you will find a whole bunch of uh, terminology there obviously you're gonna find the the, ba- the very basic a description, which is a, a person that runs a business on his own, okay? Uh, and, I, and I invite you to do that, right? Like, what is a one-person business? So it's obviously a solopreneur if you want to, but then we have to really break it down even more, right? Because you could be a freelancer, okay? But freelancers, what, what they do really is they just trade time for money, which is fine, I'm more interested in being an entrepreneur, meaning that I work, but at the same time, I make money while I'm not working. And again, I don't want to push this agenda too much of passive income or working less or working 30 minutes a day or the four-hour work week. By the way, I love Tim Ferriss. I'm, a biggest, I'm the biggest fan of, of Tim Ferriss, and I love the four-hour work week uh, book. You know, it's one of my favorites, but I think people take this in the wrong way. They don't really understand what the concept is. And, and it, the four-hour work week is really talking about automation and, and, yeah, lifestyle. But a lot of people, when they read it, they feel like, oh, if I can only do four hours of work, then I can live, uh, you know, retire to, to a beach and, and drink piña coladas all day, okay? You know, I mean, I do believe that if you want to build an online business and you want to sell something the reason why i created this podcast and the reason why i put myself out there as an educator in the online business world is because i want to share everything that i have learned and everything that i have done so my experience as an online entrepreneur is what i'm trying to put out here for you if you want to do the same thing or something similar 
without the overwhelm because it's so confusing. I mean, there's so much stuff. You just get bombarded with all of this information and all of this term. And I know that the term entrepreneur, it sounds almost like a cliche nowadays. I was very hesitant to, to name my podcast, the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast, but I really like that term. And, you know, I didn't want it to be something else because at the end of the day, I'm an entrepreneur. And again, you need to Google this term. What does it mean to be an entrepreneur? What does it mean to be a freelancer? What does it mean to be a lifestyle entrepreneur? I've, I've done things in my life without knowing that I was that. So before you put yourself labels and before you put yourself limitations, actually become that thing without even knowing that that thing exists which is the whole point of this podcast episode. I didn't know that I was a one-person business. I didn't know that that's exactly how you call it as well, or that's a different angle, or that's a different uh, <laughs> label, right? I just said, you know what? I'm just a solopreneur. I'm, you know, I mean, for, for, for the, the side of the business, I am registered here as a business, right, with my name for tax purposes and for income and all of this. So I am a business, and by the way, my wife deals with all of this admin work, obviously because she's Greek and it's easier for her to deal with all the bureaucracy that comes with it. Of like, you know, I mean, if you if you work for yourself, there's a lot of things that you need to take care of, right? Invoices and whatnot, uh, income, uh, you know, tax income, and, and, and you know, it's just too much. It's a lot of work. Is it possible to do it? Of course. Totally possible. Can you get an accountant that hopefully is almost like part of your team that will take care of you? You have to. I have gone through different accountants myself, and I can happily say now that I have found one for the last couple, actually for going for three years now, um, I believe, that she's really, you know, she's a rock star. She's not going to be listening to this, but she doesn't listen to podcasts, and she certainly doesn't listen to podcasts in English. Uh, but, you know, it's quite like a new thing here in Greece to work online, right? There's many uh, things that still here in Greece that the system does not recognize or is hard to, to present it to the, to the government and to the tax, to the taxman. So there's a lot of, of things that, that need to be overcome. And I'm so happy to have this, this wonderful lady that we met through somebody that does have a, a physical shop and does have a real business, not a real business, I mean, a, a shop, you know? It's very hard to explain to people if you don't have a shop and you sell stuff, but you actually sell your knowledge. Even though people know what online courses are, even though people know what uh, working online means, it still is a hard thing. Uh, but when you work online, there's so many things that are so transparent, like, you know, the income, it goes to PayPal, then it goes to, to your bank account. There's, you can't just hide stuff away right? You can't just say, like, I'm not going to write a receipt for this, or you're not going to do an invoice and all of that. So, But there's a lot of things that I didn't know back then. There's a lot of things that I didn't know what the term was, how I was going to be registered in, in for tax purposes, and how can I just open a business? You know what I mean? I mean, if you're listening to this in America, and you're, you're talking about uh, LLC and, and all of these uh, terms here in Greece, or, you know, at least in Greece, uh, it, it works a little bit different, you know? Even though the term could be slightly different, it still has the same purposes, but again, I'm, I'm going deeper into, 
into into a stuff that is not really uh, exciting for us to talk about when we're talking about online business. But the point of this is is that you just want to make sure that whatever you want to do, try to focus on exactly how would you like to live your life based on who you are. If you want to be a solo person, a solopreneur, a one-person business, whatever label you want to put yourself, you know, it's just about how can you materialize that in the real world? How can you use your past experiences and bring them into the forefront today? Whatever that is. I gave you a quick background of what have I done in terms of employment. I've been unemployed now or working for myself for many years, but the last time I was on a payroll was in England in 2010. Okay? Working for someone else. Now, nowadays, there's nothing else that I know. That doesn't mean that I'm not able to go and get a job right now. Okay? Now, actually, now, because I have worked for myself, I understand much, much more about how the commerce works. If I go and have a meal and and I see how the people are serving the food or, or the, the food itself it is, you know, I, I'm more aware that it's a business. I am aware that this is here providing something. So you see it from a different angle, right? Because if you're thinking as an employee, you'll always be an employee. You're always thinking about your rights, about your summer holidays, about, uh, you know, Christmas is coming. So what are your Christmas uh, holidays? Well, how many days you have left or whatever? Or uh, what time are you supposed to have your lunch break? Or you're not allowed to post things on social media because you work for a company X. You're not supposed to dress like this. You're not supposed to, you, you know what I mean? So you're, you, if you're thinking like an employee, and there's nothing wrong, by the way, being an employee. There's nothing wrong if you're listening to this and you work for someone else. You could perfectly fine uh, be happy with your job, by the way. There's nothing wrong with your job. Not everybody wants to quit their job. Not everybody wants to be a complete uh, online business owner. All right? That's perfectly fine. I met people like that. There's nothing wrong. Actually, I'm really happy that people say, hey, I don't hate my job. I actually like my job, but I still want to build something on the side. That's perfectly fine. But unfortunately, that's not the grand majority. The grand majority are people that are really unsatisfied with their jobs, all right? And like I said to you, I was really unsatisfied with myself. The jobs were not the problem back then when I was working for someone else. The, problems, the problem was me. I wasn't given my full potential. My, my full, I knew deep down that I had more inside of me to give to the world. Okay, so the paycheck, I was just working for the paycheck and I was just trying to get away with as little as possible and still get paid. But I was very committed. My wife used to tell me back then, like, you never call in sick. Well, because I, I am responsible. The problem is that I was using that responsibility as well. Uh, not wrong, but I wasn't using it for my own good. Nowadays that I work for myself, there's no way I'm not going to be responsible for my own stuff, for my own business. Okay. Because I bring that into my own life. My business is me. I am the business. I am the one-person business. Even though I work with my wife, okay? And there's certain things that need to happen. But I am the content creator. I am the educator. I am the person who communicates. I am the person who puts himself out there to do certain things. But first, I need to be able to become that, to personify that, to be really the person that wants to attract that thing that I want, that lifestyle. The lifestyle that I want is this right now. But that doesn't mean that I'm done. 
right? I don't need to do this podcast. I could literally be doing something else at this very moment. But yet I choose to do this podcast because I love it. I can't help it but to produce this podcast and, and share the things that I am learning as we speak. You know, I, I just learned a bit about this term quite recently. And I said, like, that's a funny thing. So I am a one business person, <laughs> right? And I had to Google it. I just couldn't help myself because back in the day, you know, I, I, I Google stuff. You know, I'm like, am I a lifestyle entrepreneur, right? Because I used to just call me, I used to call myself just a, a stay-at-home dad. I'm a musician. I'm a guitarist, right? But then I, I did YouTube videos. I'm like, am I a YouTuber? Well, I'm everything, man, right? I'm everything, I am a one business person. I am a one person business, whatever you want to call it. Okay? There there is there's so much that we can do and there's so many skills that we have, that you have, that is your job to put those skills in use. Another thing that I quite recently heard in a different podcast, they're talking about the skill of talking on camera. The ability to be able to just record yourself on camera and talk, that should be a skill that needs to be learned because of, of smartphones now, you know, mobile phones. I completely agree. I can't tell you how many people want to build a business online, but they don't want to talk on camera. That's a big problem. This should be taught. And in the podcast, they were actually talking about it. Say like, well, when people, you know, when Henry Ford created uh, cars and, and people didn't know how to drive, you know, because it was just like on horses and stuff. They're like, well, now you need to learn how to drive a car because now we have invented cars, right? So uh, I do believe that we are in the last few years, things have evolved so fast that if you're not able to use your mobile phone in the best way possible to, in order to create your own brand, your own business, and that includes talking on camera, okay, that is going to be very hard. I mean, this is a, this is a, a skill that needs to be learned if you want to be successful. For me, when I started talking on camera and I built my first YouTube channel, it was very intimidating, but I, it was something. I can't explain it to you. It was just something. I was being guided by something, my that inner fire that I wanted to share. I wanted to put myself out there. You can call it whatever you want, you know, like narcissistic or whatever. You like to, to look yourself in, in, in a camera when you're editing the videos. I, I have heard a lot about that, that a lot of people that create content where they're just talking to the camera, they, they have to look at themselves and, and edit themselves and, you know, put the music and the intro and whatnot. And, you know, it, it's a lot of, it's another skill. It's a skill level. So you have to have people skills. You have to have communication skills. You have to have many things, but... Ultimately, the business is you. So whatever you have at your disposal, all of your experiences, everything that you have learned up until this point can be turned into a business because you are the person. If you're creating content online and you're sharing your knowledge, you're an educator, okay? That, that's it. What I'm doing here, I'm just sharing my knowledge and sharing what I have done and what I'm doing right now as we speak, and this is this is supposed to educate you and give you some type of insight. This is not an entertainment a podcast. This is not some. This is not a comedy podcast. All right. So I'm not entertaining. So if you are creating content that is educating, but you might not even know it, then you're becoming an educator. You're an educator in the making without even knowing, and you can build a business around that. I'm going to be talking more about these topics and these labels that you know they're out there that probably you don't even know 
right? Because unfortunately, we are being put labels by either society, the status quo, or ourselves, which is the worst. I used to do that to myself. Nowadays, I'm just free from any labels. And when I see a label of something like this one, the one-man business or the one-person business model or whatever it's called, I'm like, wow, so I am, I guess, a solopreneur. I am. I never heard of the one-person business, and it's a thing. You can Google it, by the way. And that's what I am. And if I look back to my life, I have always become something without even knowing it. Right When I was creating YouTube content, I know what YouTube was, but I didn't call myself a YouTuber, but I didn't know that there was a name called content creator. I didn't. When I came across that term, I was like, well, I guess I'm a content creator now. right? And then when I said, like, well, I want to build a business out of this, then I, re- I discover online courses and, and, and selling your knowledge and, and the, the information age, and then everything clicked very quickly. I'm like, wow, okay, so this is what it is. And, and this is the purpose of this podcast. I want to help you do the same thing. Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please share this podcast with someone that might benefit from this content. I really appreciate you for listening and for following me on the on the podcast. Go and listen to the other podcast episode if you're new to the podcast and you would like to get started and build your own brand. Build a life that you can feel proud of and have that hunger inside for more knowledge. The more knowledge that you have, the better you can give back to others, all right? That's the whole purpose. That's I live by serving other people. I try to learn as much as possible about myself. I build myself up. I become someone better than I was yesterday. Learn about it. Put it out there into the world and try to impact as many lives as possible, okay? One podcast episode at a time. One YouTube video at a time. One newsletter at a time. Don't forget to subscribe to my newsletter at danielcarrizales.com slash newsletter so you can be part of my email list and get many, many tips on how to start your own online course business and build a brand based around you. You are the business. You are the one-person business. That's how it all starts, and you can totally do it. If I can do it, you can do it too, my friend. Thank you so much, and as always, rock and roll. And here's to your success.